what's got three babes and a microphone and (laughs) you ruined my intro by dropping the ipad anyway what is three babes and a microphone this podcast this podcast cup of joe and jimmy coming at you and guys we are recording in the pitch black dark not because the power went out but because when my mom left the room to say goodnight, she shut off the lights and we went with it and now the only light we have is luke's ipad that he just dropped on the table and Jimmy's computer that he's been complaining about not having enough storage it doesn't for have the past storage. week and a half. We get it, Jimmy. We get it. Okay. Guys, what episode is this? What number are we at? 13. 13? That's, so we've passed the three-month mark for this show. Yep. Thanks for sticking with us. And if you're a new listener, welcome. And uh, maybe you're from Slovenia or maybe Romania, Tajikistan. Romania. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Today... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Today on the the podcast lineup, we will be recapping the Players' Championship that finished up today, Sunday, and we will be given a little preview of the NBA Conference Finals. The Game 1 of Eastern Conference was today, and I believe the Western starts tomorrow. Yep, yep, correct. Luke's giving me a nod in the dark. And we're also going to have, oh, Fresh Brew of the fresh Week is back. Fresh Brew of the Week. Yeah, I think that's it. We're actually repeating a segment. That's it. It's going to be a nice, nice little show for you guys. So yeah, wake up those crusty eyes. Put your cup under the brewer thingy. Grab your cup of Joe and Jimmy now. Alrighty, everyone. It is the time of the show. What burns my biscuits? And who do we have this week? Is it really you? I feel like it's me, baby. Did we skip one week? We didn't skip it any weeks. No, sir. No, sir. I am back and ready to go, guys. Um, contrary to popular belief, I'm a I'm a man of the people. I listen to my followers. I listen to my listeners. So I'm going last, the last time I did this, it was a listener's recommendation, and so is this week's. And this week's listener recommendation comes from my father. He said, Joe, you want to know what burns my biscuits? I said, what, Papa? And he said, I'll tell you, sonny, what burns my biscuits is those darned tourist drivers. Just kidding. He doesn't really talk like that, but that was what burns his biscuits. Drivers on the roads of Florida. So, guys, today what burns my biscuits is tourist drivers. You guys want to know what about tourist drivers burns my biscuits? What? <laughs> um, I can't see any of you guys with these lights off. A bunch of things. A bunch of things. One, when, when the light is red and there is a massive sign above the light that says, turn on right, right on red after stop. They think that means we cannot turn right on red at any time. Because clearly, if you're not from Florida, you can't read. 
Second of all, another thing, blinkers. When you are making an exit, you do not need to turn your blinker on three exits beforehand. Or if you're turning into the McDonald's, you don't have to put your blinker on back at the Arby's yeah. six turns before you're about to turn. Or when a little bit of little itty bit of raindrop hits the windshield, boom, flashers are on. Yeah, not only is that illegal, but it's dumb. What about when they're turning into a maybe like a gas station or whatever, uh-huh. and they feel like they need to Pretty, slow down to negative two miles per right. hour just to make the turn? Right here there. they are driving down the road. They see the Seven Eleven they need to turn into. They decide to take a complete stop, put the car in park, get out, take the kids for a walk, and then turn in. What or about, what about the people that feel like they need to wave to you when they drive by you in your neighborhood? Oh, that's it's it's definitely a little awkward there. Yeah, you no, cross. Yeah. Each- I don't have a big problem with that. Yeah, I was gonna say that's kind of a I mean. Want, that has nothing to do with torch I, drivers. Yeah. I just want to see if you were so fired up, you just agree with. Well, that no, no, I, I would. I mean, when you are crossing people in your neighborhood, you don't know whether to wave to them or not. If you don't wave, you seem like a jerk. If you wave, they're like, "Wait, I don't even know that guy." I wave every. I some. I find myself waving in other people's neighborhoods. What about the people that are turning into somewhere already looking for parking before, and their back end still sticking out in a major highway? Yeah. Oh, what about the people that cruise in the left lane? What about the people that, oh, no, my exit's coming up. I'm six lanes to the left. I turn now. Good luck, everybody else. And then just rear across me and just cut off traffic. What about those people? That's my. That's probably my least favorite driver, the one that cuts in last minute to, like, an exit lane when people have been waiting for, like, a mile and a half in that line to, to get off at that exit. That's probably my least favorite driver on the road. Yeah, I don't know if uh, this is like an Orlando thing or yeah. maybe it's nationwide. Um, whenever the weather seems to yep. to to make a little switch up, yep. ev- everything seems to go out the door. Yep. Uh, yep. Everyone forgets how to drive. Yep. Um, good, you're good for a few fender benders once the rain starts. Luke, did coming. you zone out when Joe was talking about about that one? Did he say? I, that? I talked about yeah. the hazard lights. You're the hazard s- lights that people go. Okay. On when yeah. Rain. I, I, I zone out for a little bit. That's okay. I do it all the time. I was thinking about the the uh, the ongoing volcanoes in Hawaii and how uh, how if that ever happened here, what the driving situation would look like. Oh yeah, it would be absolute pandemonium. How people about would probably just blow up their own cars? How about the people with the GPS and they have no clue if they're supposed to get off an exit or not, so they just go in that little triangle with the dashed lines and sit there until they figure it out. Like, they're, they are inches away from slamming into a median. The little triangles with the dashed lines? What are you yeah. talking about? You know, like, when you can either exit or you can oh, keep yeah. going straight? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the part where it's like, you got to make a decision. Well, instead, yeah, they park their car They think there. that's a parking spot. Uh-huh. Or the people that are on the exit ramps and are just, they're still not sure if that was the exit they're supposed to go off of, but somehow they think they could still get off this exit ramp if need be. This one actually happened to me recently. Um... You know, you're trying to be courteous out there on the roads, right? I'm of course. Trying to be safe. Of course. And uh, the, I like to call this one the late merger. Yep. So, you definitely zoned yeah. out because I've already mentioned Okay. You mentioned <laughs> I appreciate this. I appreciate this. Luke, if you're not even interested enough to listen to this podcast, how can we expect other people to? <laughs> I mean, our, someone actually recording on the show doesn't want to listen. So I guess I'm done talking. Um, but that's what burns my biscuits. Wait, and it, no, it, I, it's, I, it's I had a late, good story. It's late. I'm sorry. I, I had a yeah. good story. Yeah, yeah there's right, a lot make of it, gas make it fumes in here. If you didn't hear on the intro, um, yeah. By the way, that was Jimmy I in saw, the intro. I saw that s- little. I <laughs> I saw someone uh, on the Universal exit the other day going in reverse 
to get off the exit. Okay. Yep. That's. Uh, Did they think that that universal exit just led to an abyss where you can never come back it, from it? It's clear they think I just missed my exit. This is going to lead me straight to hell. Yeah. It's it, like you know what? No, buddy. It's going to lead you to a road that you can get back on I four or wherever your intended destination that's, is. That that decision to go reverse on a highway might lead you to hell. Yeah. No. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Good. Um. Yeah. That's what burns my biscuits. Tourist drivers. No clue what they're doing. And I'll be honest, I mean, when I go to, if I'm driving another state, there's some different, I'm not as familiar with the roads, but I don't yeah, turn like in into New Jersey, a complete in New incompetent jack wagon when I'm driving. In New Jersey, still, you can't U-turn. You can't, well, yeah, there are, yeah. And you also can't pump your own gas so that you have no responsibilities there. But um, It is a dangerous thing to do. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, people, honestly, it's not even tourist drivers, people in general, they need to learn how to drive. I've learned that being more aggressive is better. Luke can attest to this. I'm aggressive on the roads. I know what I'm doing, and I see things before they happen. I know about what people are doing. I know about- Are you Spider-Man? I, I, when it comes to driving, I am. I see accidents before they happen. I wish I could call the people and warn them they're about to get T-boned, but honestly, as long as it's not me, I'm good. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I don't know if you mentioned this one yet, but it's- Probably seen, did. Yeah, you probably did. It seems like- I I really hope he mentioned the next thing you're about to say. (laughs) Tourists are trying to implement their own rules and regulations from from their own, from where they live. They're trying to, yeah, they're trying to make what they, where they live work here. So when we played golf yesterday, we, we were victim to that. The, uh, the old GPS was in meters. Oh, yes, yes. We were very confused by the yardage that we were hitting. It probably cost you guys two strokes in the beginning of the round. Little do we know it was in meters. Um, last time I checked, we don't use that system here in America. so Which we should. We should. It makes more sense, but we don't. But they were catering to the Europeans that played before us, and now I'm stuck here hitting a nine iron into a bunker, and I, I, I double it. Also, the, the workers at the golf club found a way to back our car into pretty much the middle of the golf That's course true. to pick us up from valet. We valeted our car, our, our car, and then when we were done 18, we were pulling up to bring back our golf carts, and our car is next to the putting green in the <laughs> facility. I, I don't know how it got down there. They were just smiling at was, us like it was yeah, expected. That was good driving. Though. Yeah, they so earned that, their tip. That goes against... That goes against what we're talking yeah. about here. Anyways, this got off my topic, but that's what burns my biscuits. I hope it burns yours. Um, we are going to go ahead and move on here uh, to recap the Players' Championship. But first, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a step away so we can have station identification. I'm just kidding. I station don't even know identification. What, yeah, I don't know what that means no, when radio cool, people though. stay. No, I don't know what it means. It's when they do the little jingle, so... They, we had like sponsorships coming up. Joe and Jimmy. This next segment is brought to you by Vehicle Hazard Lights. Oh, look, honey, there's a cloud covering the sun. Turn on your hazards. Vehicle Hazard Lights. Okay, Players Championship, guys. Webb Simpson, who I believe, I truly believe Webb Simpson got lost in the woods during one tournament a few years ago and they just found him and said, Webb, you were supposed to tee off in 20 minutes. And then he came out and won the players. I truly believe that's who he is. He looks like a, a bewildered fairy tale force creature. Yeah. Is that what you're going with on this? No. Or am I, I'm alone in that thought. You're alone on that thought. Okay. Never mind. Keep going. But, uh, he won at 18 under par. Um, shot. What did he shoot one over today? Yeah. 
which pretty good. You know, that's that's what he needed to do to hold off the lead. Our our guy, our avid listener, our good friend, Tiger Woods, finished at 11 under with a final round 69. Nice. Nice. Guys had a chance to be a lot better. He had it to 14 under at one point. He was four back at one point, was he? Am I correct in saying this? He was... When he walked he off the green. He was four back and my nipples were starting to tingle. Okay. Yeah, he walked TMI. off the green, four back. Okay. Both green. Yeah. Then went on to... Uh, he. On hole 14, his most difficult hole, ripped a driver, had 111 out, flipped a wedge, whatever that means when people flip wedges. Wait, did you ask how we were this episode? And did You you didn't ask us in the beginning. How don't care. We? And um, ball checked up at the pin, rolled off the green. He went on to bogey it and pretty much spiraled downhill after that. But still promising, still good. And we don't really, do we, do we want to talk about Webb Simpson on this show? It was boring. Yeah, all right. We don't really want to talk about Webb Simpson, so I'm going to ask you about Tiger Woods. And if what we saw this weekend, does it make you guys more encouraged heading into the U.S. Open, discouraged, or you feel about the same where we left off going into this week? Well, if you listened last week, you could hear me being pretty discouraged with Tiger's performance. and Pessimist. You're a pessimist. When no, I'm not, I'm not a pessimist. He, well, he, you are. He had been playing pretty poorly and wasn't looking too great. And you said he played poor on, you told me earlier he played poorly on Friday. He shot one under. I said, he, I said his performance on Thursday and Friday were poor. Yeah. He shot one under. I, I really, I forget the how right, making the cut in a PJ tour is poor. After Thursday wait, wait, and Friday, wait, wait, wait. if I need, if hang the, on, I need someone to understand. Can someone come on the show and explain to me how making the cut on a PGA tour is by definition poor after Thursday and Friday of the leaders 17 under you're one under i consider that a little poor compared to the field okay guys pga tour cuts if you make them poor job pga tour cuts <laughs> oh who? Uh, jimmy i didn't even mean to do that he's Sponsorship won, he's won in. I them out when they come in i mean it's won 79 tournaments and he's one under and he just didn't he didn't look very good on thursday and friday i think i can say he didn't look all that great so he didn't look all that great equivalates to poor what i don't, I don't even know if i necessarily said the word poor I say you didn't play that well. <laughs> okay, I look forward to when the listeners go back and listen to this, and they're going to know, no, Jimmy did say poor. Joe Nugent, I, right, the, chalk it up. It's not recorded once on this podcast where I said he played poor. You're saying right. I told you that when we were watching the tournament today. Right. Whatever. Regardless, I think I feel a lot better about him after watching him today and seeing what he did yesterday. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch the round yesterday because I was driving, but once I saw how well he was doing. I turned on the TV and started uh, following it, and then he started doing bad, so I blame myself once again for a poor round. I'm really starting to get myself mad with that. But I feel a lot more encouraged. He looked a lot more sound. Wait, you blame yourself for a poor round on Saturday when he shot a 65? No, no, him slowing down the rest of the round. You said poor round. No, no, I'm you sorry. You keep poor, saying poor, that word, man. Poor rest of the round. He didn't finish that well. This next segment brought to you by the word poor. Poor. Jimmy keeps saying I'm it. done. Four. I'm done. You're done. Speaking of you're done, uh, Justin Thomas, new number one in the world. Who said that? Enjoy your day, buddy. You're done. Yeah, but in uh, hindsight 2020, you'd like to see Tiger, uh, you'd like to see his putter have a pulse on Thursday and Friday, and he might have had a chance to win this thing. Um, I was pretty discouraged after uh, Quail Hollow, but uh, after this week, I am very excited for uh, Shinnecock and uh, for the U.S. Shinnecock. Open. I'll tell you what, though, 
aside from the fact that Tiger played um, well this weekend, I was a little disappointed in how the uh, the course was set up overall. Um, I think they made it a tad too easy this whole week, which was uh, if you're going to claim uh, the fifth major and the winner finishes at 18 under, um, I think you need a reality check. Finishes at 18 under with an over par round. Like, it, it was a joke after three rounds that he was 19 under. Yes, but what we keep on saying is that we need what we say, well, we, we want to go back to having these short courses, and then you have a course that's playing 7,000 yards, doesn't get much shorter than that on the PGA Tour, and it's playing super easy. So it's like, I, I'll tell you what, guys. I'll tell you what. With the players that are coming up in today's age, with the amount of training they have, people say, oh, it's the equipment, the balls. I, with the amount of training, with the I, amount. I say it's the equipment. I realize that, but they have done studies where a wooden club and a old, old golf ball, golf ball Jack Nicholas used to use, compared to a brand new tailor-made driver and a Titleist Pro V1X golf ball, the yards difference is only like 30 yards. I get that 30 is a Show lot. Show me that study. I will. PGA Tour did it this week to, to yeah. because that was a big area of like, you discussion. You have no notes in front of you right now, so you can't show me anything. Okay, well, I will gladly... In fact, I will post it gladly. to make you look like an idiot. I will post that on Twitter to make you look like an idiot for calling me out on that. Appreciate it. This next segment is brought to you by Jimmy. He's been wrong 15 times on the show already. Jimmy. <laughs> you won the vote for the most being wrong about the most things yeah because people can't handle controversial stuff but i will gladly post that um anyways it's the players they are they play golf every day all day i'm looking at everything they have with the they have like robots basically telling them where they need to be at position what what where it's insane i mean how can you not be a great golfer now if you grow up playing it from the start it like they've taken all the feel and all that out of the game, and now it is just overload of mechanics and training from sunup to sundown, getting everyone at the perfect angles with the perfect ball flight, with the perfect excellent velocity, whatever that means with the golf ball. It's crazy. So we're only going to see these scores go lower and lower. I don't care if you lengthen the course, shorten the course, do what. And that's like we're going to have to start getting used to 15 under and better winning tournaments. One thing I'm glad golf did was get rid of the anchor that people can do with their putters. If it's a belly putter or what, what do you call the super long putter? Does Do we have a name on that? No? Okay, we'll move on. But the one that Adam Scott used that you can anchor on your chest. I'm glad they got rid of that because that started to become unfair. Because it really affected guys like Webb Simpson who just won it. I'm just, well, I'm saying I still think I, – st- I still don't like what he's doing. He's still anchoring it on his forearm so that he has a, a lot more compact and – and less risk stroke. I just think I think putting should be changed as well to just normal length. You you can you know you can do your super stroke grip whatever. I have one of those. I like it. But I, I still think golf just needs to simplify it just down to that one putter. Everyone should be on the same playing field. And if that gives them an advantage, they, that should be taken away. Not that that but necessarily how, how does, it, does. But if you it perfect to that, I mean, it can be at, so beneficial. Look at the stats of the best putters on tour, and none of them ain't, none of them rested against their arm like that. Yeah, aside from the technology and the... Uh, yeah, the technology argument's garbage. To the, say uh, about the skills of these The players. anchored putters, I, I think all they had to do this week was firm up the greens a little bit. They said they wanted to get to them on a, thir- a 13 on the stint meter, whatever that means. Um, that's pretty fast, I guess. And I think they only got to about 11, maybe. 
I've seen when they when when those greens are firm and fast like they were on Thursday, Friday, the, some of those guys look lost out there. They can't get any spin, no grab on the ball. Um, so I, I, I wish they would have gotten to the speed they wanted to and the firmness, and maybe this golf tournament would have been a little closer and more exciting. I didn't have any grab on the ball this weekend. All right, well, that's uh, the Players' Championship talk we got for you guys. Um, but I'll leave you with this note, Jimmy. I think Jack Nicholas would wipe Webb Simpson out of the water with I don't care what equipment. So, all right. How do you, um, how do you wipe someone out of the water? It's called when you have diarrhea and you wipe, and you're wiping it out of the water. So when you poop in the toilet, you wipe it out of the toilet water? By flushing it. Isn't that wiping it out of the toilet? So Jack Nicholas would flush Webb Simpson. Yeah. Okay. Like, because Webb Simpson's a toilet. <laughs> this next segment brought to you by Jimmy. That's 16 times now, Jimmy. Okay. NBA playoffs. Eastern, Western. Eastern Conference Finals. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Boston Celtics. Western Conference Finals. We have the Houston Rockets versus the Golden State Warriors. Who comes out of each? Why? When? How, where? By the way, Cavs are down one nothing in that series against Celtics. Celtics. Celtics wiped them out of the water last game. The the because of what happened in the game in the Celtics, Cavs game, that outcome didn't surprise me. Because for the Cavs to have any chance in the series, obviously LeBron needs to play his A game the entire series, which is a ton to put on his shoulders. But his Skill level, his reputation, what he means to that team, he's just going to need to do it. He played terrible. He only had 15 points. Um, and that's why they got blown So out. having 15 points is playing his terrible. role. I am in I, his, and I'm sorry, Joe, I'm sorry. In I his am role. so lost he, on your versions he, he, he of he poor and terrible. That It was a terrible performance to his standards. Is that okay to say? 15 points is not LeBron's standards. Not LeBron Sanders, but just because he doesn't reach standards doesn't make it terrible. It's it's terrible for his team because he the, pessimist un, man. Unfortunately for his team, he needs to be putting up thirty plus points to have any chance in these games. That's that's that like, not like a crazy thing to say. It, it was it was terrible for his role for the team. Now it it should the weight be all on his shoulders to carry this team? No, it's a team sport. But the Cavs are not a good team whatsoever outside of LeBron. So he needed. He needs to carry that team. You even look at you know, Kevin Love had a decent game, but it doesn't mean anything. If LeBron How doesn't many have points a good did Kevin game, Love have? He only had 17. So Kevin Love had 17 points. He had a decent game. LeBron had 15. LeBron played terrible. What? You know, I, I, I'll i admit that I was wrong about Kevin Love. Jimmy Nugent, 17. <laughs> I, I saw his stats earlier. He was leading the team, and so I was thinking Kevin Love had a pretty good game. And it, guys, just for the record, I'm, I'm giving Jimmy a hard time on this show. It's I late. Can't, I can't see any of you guys, and so it's, I can't make uh, eye contact. Yeah, I, I can't feed off you guys. I know. I'm just giving him a hard time. Um, I love you, man. I, I love you too. Luke, get out of here. It's about to get real. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. LeBron needs to play better. Celtics, Cavs are going to come out of that series. Warriors are going to come out of Houston series. <laughs> no facts to line that up and nothing actually yeah whatever no one cares about the sports content this podcast anyways okay okay um yeah i was disappointed in the Cavs performance tonight but uh i think lebron said his worry level is like zero right now which i would agree with um 
I think they've lost plenty of game ones, um, which is fine. Uh, it happens. Oh, LeBron said it, it, he did. It's not the. Uh, it's not March Madness, is what he said. Uh, it's not um, losing. You're done. Um, that was very insightful by LeBron. Yeah, very insightful. Um, but I think they'll play better. I think they're going. They're not playing a great team right now, but they're they're up against a really good coach, really def- really great defensive minded coach that has um, some tricks up his sleeve to uh, stop LeBron. Um, but I think ultimately the Cavs will come out of that. I don't like going back on my previous picks. I said I said the Rockets would play the Sixers. Obviously, that's not going to happen in the Eastern. Side. You still think the Sixers have a chance next year? Next year, um, which I said, which I saw on Twitter today, they are going to um, they're going to try and trade for Kawhi and uh, try and sign LeBron this summer. So uh, let's see how that plays out for him. Uh, but I do think the Warriors will uh, win in six. Um, I don't think the Rockets can score like the Warriors. I think the Warriors are just playing too well right now. I think, um, yeah, I, I just don't think they can. The, th- the three ball is offense for in the NBA right now. Um, if you shoot the three well, you're going to win a lot of games. The Warriors do that better than anybody, and I think that'll ultimately prevail for them. But didn't the Rockets actually have shoot the three ball the best this year? Rockets are uh, like weren't they, they the only team to have more three point field goals made than two point? They're one of the best three point shooters in the league. But I think they, also, they are the best. They also shoot the most, so That's it's a matter of too. how many you make yeah, compared think, to how I many. I think the Warriors. Yeah. I think the Warriors are tied more efficient than them. Okay, that would, that would make sense. Um. Yeah, first of all, with the Cavs-Celtics series, think talking about the Celtics, because they are not a great team right now with all their injuries, but I can't believe that Brad Stevens was not even mentioned as coach of the year. Like, was that shocking to anybody else? Well, he had to take some time off because he, he just graduated high school. So that's why he didn't get that. Also, I think he's pretty happy about that because if you get voted coach of the year, you get fired within a year. Yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, I, I agree. I, I can see why LeBron is saying that because – about uh, that he has 0% worry because, one, nobody can flip the switch like LeBron James can, and two, with these seven-game series, game one is usually such a feeler game anyway. Um, The home team is more than likely going to win it, and teams usually kind of, if they realize that they are down by a little too much with a little too too little time left, they're going to shut it down and kind of get ready for game two because it's a long series. It's going to, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it could go seven games, but it doesn't really show as much as people think about what's going to happen to the Cavs here. And as far as Rockets Warriors, it's, yeah, it's going to come down to the three ball. Like I said, I, I don't know if that's right, but I think Rockets were the only team in NBA history to have more three-point field goals made than two-point. I'd love someone to fact-check me on that, but... Uh, well, it statistically makes sense. I mean, if you make a three... You get fifty percent more, and you make it two. That's why yeah, the NBA it makes more sense to shoot. Three NBA points. needs to switch to four pointers instead of three pointers, and three pointers instead of two pointers. Uh, yeah, it would be interesting if they did that, but it's yeah, it's going to come down to the three ball. And the the problem that you have with the Warriors is there's there's just three different guys. There, um, almost four if you include Draymond that can get hot. There's five on the court. Yeah. I didn't realize that's where you're going with it. Am I? Do I look like an idiot, Jimmy? <laughs> anyway, with Clay, Steph, and KD, any of those three guys can go off for forty 
And then you even have Draymond, who can easily go off for 30. So you pretty much, most teams, you have to kind of take out one guy. Uh, the Warriors, you got to take out a couple in order to keep that offense at bay. But yes, Jimmy, I know they have five guys on the court. The other one usually is Andre Inguadala, and I'm not too worried about him going for 50. Yeah, I, What, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I think people get a little too caught up in blowouts. Like today, like everyone was freaking out. You know, the Celtics won by 30 or whatever. It's like, that's what happens with, with the NBA now is if you hit a bunch of threes and the other team goes a little cold, it's going to look ugly, but that's just how it is. Right, and early on in these games, they shut they shut it down. They took out their starters. They don't want injuries, and they say, "Let's you know, let's kind of uh, regroup here, and we'll we'll focus on game two. But yeah, so that's kind of a <laughs> we got four teams left. That's I mean, I mean we've been we, doing NBA really not playoffs. Much we can talk about. We've been doing NBA playoffs for a while now. Yeah, a little over a year. It goes till June. Yep, started in April. That's brutal. It's exhausting. Um. And then I, I, guys, this is not this is not planned, but um, moving into NHL, I see a lot of people saying this is the Caps' year, and the Vegas Knights are trailing in the series. Um, is that uh, is that is that pretty good? Um, this this is the Caps' year, and Vegas Knights are trailing. That could be water cooler talk for the Fresh Brew of the Week. The latter. Uh, the, the Caps are playing the Lightning, though. The Cavs are playing. No, I sell. This is the Caps year, and the Vegas Knights are trailing. Yeah. What does it have to do with the Caps are playing the Lightning? I'm so confused. It's the Caps Wait, year, you, Luke. Do you not understand that? No, I understand, but okay. they're not playing Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, I know. Vegas can be down at the same time. That's what Caps I'm saying year. is all I keep hearing is that this is the Caps year. Okay. And the Vegas Knights are now trailing. <laughs> There's nothing more than that. That's just what I hear. It's regardless of who's playing who, that's what I hear. Okay. I see where you're going. Is that the water cooler talk you've been getting? But so the Caps are playing the Lightning. Yes. And Vegas is playing Winnipeg. There's some interesting storylines with the the old hockey playoffs. A lot of interesting storylines we have nothing to know about. Luke, would you like to? I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah, tell Um, us about some interesting stories. I don't think a Canadian team has won the Cup since the 80s. Really? That could be a stretch, that's, but that's that's what I'm hearing. That's shocking. And uh, Ovechkin, obviously. He, he Was did. that supposed to be a Canadian accent? No. Um, Ovechkin has, has yet to win a Stanley Cup. That would be really cool to see happen. I, um, and then obviously, Are there 10 Ovechkins in the league? One just retired. Okay. I thought, oh, yeah, and Vegas <laughs> in the expansion team, obviously looking to uh, bring home the Cup in their first year as a, uh, as a team, a franchise. Yeah. Does an expansion team winning the NHL show a weakness in the talent level in the NHL? Or does that show it's just a very competitive league? I mean, technically all but eight teams in the NHL are expansion teams. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Great question, Jim. Maybe our uh, maybe our, our listeners can answer that. I think I'll say this. I think... Look at Luke. He's the hockey guy today. Looking back, I think if they're ever going to expand another with another franchise, they'll they'll go about it in a different way. I think it was a bit odd. They had I think each team had to give up one of their top 3 players um or Yeah, so you just make them an all-star team. Right. So oh, they, I did not know that. They were able to acquire a fairly decent roster um and 
which you know then you don't want you don't want your expansion team to be at the bottom of the league, so that's why you do that. But at the end of the day, they got a uh, really solid roster plus and- a roster that everyone is playing with a chip on their shoulder because they're right. They're they're like, wow, I'm a guy that my team wanted to give up. Yeah, the, the the players that they acquired, the the teams that they came from, willingly said, "Hey, we're we're gonna put you up for a, a possible." Right, we uh, think two or three guys are better than you. Yeah, caps here. This is the caps year. Vegas Knights are trailing. Caps here. Okay. Um, guys, that's it. That's it for sports talk. We're gonna move on to fresh brew of the week, and um. Yeah? Is everyone good with that? Is there anything else we wanted to mention here? I think we're doing pretty good. I still can't see you guys. It's been a really weird episode for me. It's been weird for all of us. Yeah. I zoned out for the first 10 minutes. I'm you not, did. Know, you, you did. did. You I'm, really struggled. I'm going to have to listen to this episode tomorrow. Just to, yeah. Uh, yeah. For the first, yeah, Luke doesn't even listen throughout the week, so he's not even one of our loyal listeners. Just sad. All right. <laughs> um, Jimmy, you have an advertisement for us to move on to Fresh Brew of the Week? Don't put that pressure on me. Jimmy, say it. This next segment's brought to you by a cup of Joe and Jimmy podcast. We actually have merchandise that isn't for sale, but Joe made me a really cool mug that has our logo on it. A cup of Joe and Jimmy podcast. Yeah, not for sale because we only have one mug, and if I put it for sale, I'd be taking Jimmy's gift away from him. But it is merchandise nonetheless. We just don't we don't have the capital to 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 order stuff. And we don't have the amount of followers to buy it. So really, it's your guys' fault. Yeah. Okay. It is that time of the show. It is the Fresh Brew of the Week. I love that jingle. Thanks, Jimmy, for keeping that recording from last week. Um, okay. You know how it works, but we'll say it anyways for those new listeners from Slovakia. We are going to help you out with awkward water cooler talk at the office this week. So when you're up and about and your boss comes by and you start small talk, you have something to talk about. Or maybe he will bring this topic up and now you'll know something about it to carry on the conversation. Because there's nothing worse than going into the office and not knowing what they're talking about and having no way of contributing to, um, yeah, to make friends or to just keep acquaintances or just let make things a little less awkward. These may, may or may not be sports related. Will this help us make friends? This should help us make friends. Yes. Um, all, th- yeah, I don't know what I was about to say, <laughs> but anyway, this may or may not be sports related. We will see Jimmy. What is your Jimmy hit the jingle? Fresh brew of the... No, I didn't. I, Darn it. I, now thought, I thought you wanted me to sing I meant, it. I wanted you to pretend to press a button and then the recording play, uh, but really it was my voice saying it. Jimmy, hit the jingle. Click. Fresh brew of the week. My fresh brew of the week is a very commonly discussed topic. You might know about it, you might not. It's called Fortnite. If you don't know about Fortnite, it's this online game that has been sweeping across the nation where basically... You're dropped into a f- group of 100 people, and the last person to survive wins. It's basically the broad thing you need to know about it. The rest of it is absolute pandemonium, which I haven't been able to master yet, and I get destroyed within the first 80 people of the game. And all you need to know is your boss brings it up. You say, oh, yeah, Fortnite's a fun game. And then say something that makes it sound like you've played it. Uh, I'm not very good at building. And... 
My favorite gun is the sniper. Boom, there you are. That's all you have to do. You don't have to go into any more detail. You just passed your test. It's a game where you shoot people and you try and be the last one alive. And it's unbelievably frustrating. And it's not because I'm bad at it. How many, uh, do you think they consulted any engineers when creating this game? Doesn't, the whole building process. The building makes zero sense. Yeah. You build one wall and you can build a ceiling for the next 30 miles if you want to. That's just a it keeps attaching to the ceiling. There's no structure upholding it. The building makes no sense. You can just knock down a tree and make a a wood fence out of nowhere. Where's the carpentry tools? All know. right, Jimmy. Let's act it out. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this part. <laughs> That's part of the segment. I will be your coworker. Okay. Okay. Do you like me in this one? You'll see. Ugh. Hi, Jimmy. I'm your biggest fan. I love you. Why are you my biggest fan? You work with me. I really just think you're really so cool. And um, sometimes I um, sometimes when I go home, I when I'm taking a bath, I like to think of you. Uh, okay. Um. Anyway, Jimmy, I was <laughs> uh, I was wondering <laughs> if maybe you wanted to play Fortnite tonight. See, I feel like if I was having this conversation with someone, I would say I don't play Fortnite. What's making me want to say I know about Fortnite? Uh, Jimmy, what? <laughs> Sorry, thought we were going out of the conversation for a second. I was going to be talking to Joe again. It was Joe. Okay. All right, we're in the conversation. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy anyway, what what do you think of Fortnite? Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a fun game. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I love it. I guess I passed the test. All I had to say was a fun game. Well, I what's your strategy? I I shoot people. I try to be the last one alive. What gun? What's your favorite gun? Sniper. Um. Now, Jimmy, when, when, what is your strategy when it comes to building? I build with wood. You use wood? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Sounds like you're a total noob. But anyway, okay. I'll see you tonight and then get on. I, I probably, okay, yeah, have fun in the bath. What's your PlayStation uh, account name? I'll, I'll text it to you. What's your number? Uh, my My... Accounts JC Nuge. That's your fresh brew of the week. <laughs> Jimmy, you locked up uh, a little bit. That was tough you ha- for you. You have me sweating and you're not a real person. <laughs> I, I can't really say you passed. If Ugh. I hope no one brings up Fortnite to you this week. Um Okay. It's exhausting. Luke. It was what exhausting you got for last us? week and you weren't even like that. Yeah, so if you don't watch a ton of basketball, um a hot topic right now, who's who's the GOAT? Um, we use a lot of acronyms in our uh, in our dialogue nowadays. It stands for the greatest of all time. Many think, and your boss included, probably think um, Michael jo- Michael Jeffrey Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time, and that's okay. Um, if you don't know what to say, be ready for uh, for your boss to back it up with uh, one one fact and one fact only. That seems to be common theme with uh, MJ fans. Uh, He'll probably hit you with the uh, yeah MJ went six and zero in the finals, so he he's he's the goat, right? Yeah, okay. Um, if you you're probably gonna want to be on the LeBron side on this one, um, and I'll tell you why. LeBron has been, has made it to uh, eight finals in his career, um, possibly eight consecutive if he uh, gets past the Celtics uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. He has been the best player on eight out of eight of those teams. The thing about LeBron is his uh, his longevity really gives him uh, gives you a win in this argument. 
we uh, no one seems to think Joe Montana is the uh, the greatest quarterback of all time anymore. He went he went four for four in Super Bowls. Meanwhile, Tom Brady he's five and two. He didn't win all of his. Um, so yeah, those are kind of your 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 facts. Um, some stuff you can probably back up your argument with. Um, if you want to uh, go up against your boss and saying um, LeBron's the greatest of all time. And if he's, here's what you do if he says Kobe's the greatest of all time. You say, sir. You slap him in the face. You're done, and you walk away, and yes. that's it. Okay. I like how you kept it sports. Let's act it out. Luke, I'm your boss. Are you ready? Let's do it. <laughs> hey, yo, Luke! Oh, so loud. <laughs> how you doing, boy? I'm doing good. Yeah, how you doing, huh? <laughs> I'm doing you enjoy good. your new job? <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Hey, Lou. Yeah. You used to play ball back in your day. Yeah, I did. You play a little ball. Yeah. You play in Brooklyn. <laughs> no. Ah, uh, my buddy Vinny played over in Brooklyn. All right, all right. Well, hey, Lou, you seem like you know your stuff. Who's the goat? Who's the greatest of all time, huh? Hey, talk. You just said ball. I don't like what sport are you talking hey, about. Hey, Lou, you're a funny guy, huh? You're the new funny guy around the block. I'm talking basketball, boy. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. I would say LeBron. You say LeBron. Yeah. I got to go with MJ. Okay. Why do you say that? (laughs) The rings, baby. It's all about the rings. If it's all about the rings, why isn't Bill Russell the greatest of all time? He won 11. Okay. So you know your stuff. So you think you can play. I didn't say that. (laughs) What if I told... What if I... What if I... What if I rebounded Bill Russell with Kobe Bryant? What'd you say about that? I'd say you're done. You telling me I'm done? You're done. I like your fire, boy. You're going to be great at this company, kid. Now, real quick, tell me why you think LeBron's the GOAT. I think... Just kidding. I don't want to hear it. Get back to work. <laughs> Good job, Luke. Way to hold your own. Thank you. Okay. He held his own better than me. Yeah, and you had the little skimpy nerd Luke had. <laughs> he had, he had uh, I had to go up against the guy that was born in the birthplace of basketball. Yeah, <laughs> and with you had big just Donnie from down the street. Yeah, big Donnie who's just a eats a foot long meatball sub for lunch every day, and he will just rip into you if he needs to. Terrifying boss to have. Wow. Okay, um, and for me, guys, mine is. Something a lot of people talk about now, especially in Florida. You're at work and work and they work and they say, they say, say hey, um, oh, are you excited for the rocket launch today? And it's deja vu because I feel like one goes up every other day. But you got to hold your own. You can't say, what rocket? You cannot say that. You can't say, yes, I can't wait because then they're going to be like, whoa, they actually know what they're talking about. I'm going to ask them what the rocket is. And they ask you, have you no idea? You say, Oh, yeah, I heard there was one. Um, What is it? Put it back on them because they are asking you. They don't know what rocket it is. Make them feel like the idiots in this situation. That's how you have to deal with all these rocket launches going up. Thanks to Tesla. Don't mention Tesla because I don't know if they all are. If they're all SpaceX and if Tesla is all SpaceX. Well, no, I'm saying with Elon Musk and SpaceX. Does he not? Elon Musk owns SpaceX, correct? Yes. And he launched a Tesla into space. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all kind of intertwined. You just never know what's what, and NASA apparently is still in existence. It's a very confusing subject that will be brought up at the office space. Guys, one of you, act it out, test me on this. I'll, uh, I'll do the honors here. Yeah, who are you going to be? I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be Roger from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Roger. Hey, uh, Joe, you see uh, SpaceX sent one of them rockets up there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Roger, I saw that. Uh, Roger. <laughs> where, where is it headed? <laughs> you got any kangaroos up there? Roger, what happened to you? You spent one week in Australia, and now you're coming back talking like this? Yeah, I've like got this? some family in Sydney, so I had a grand time over there. Okay. Um, anyway, Roger, I was asking you, who sent this up there? I don't know. Yeah, he was that Musk guy, right? Elon Musk? Yeah, yeah. I think it might be, Roger. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't think he's ever been to Australia. I don't think so. Shows what he knows. No. About I, the old outback. Do you know anything about, about anything other than Australia? Yeah, they've they're, uh, Sydney. No, that's in <laughs> Australia, Roger. <laughs> I, can you tell me any fact other than something going on in Australia? Yeah, the the flag looks like uh, the that that Britain one, eh? Okay, still you, it's still Australia. All right, well, thanks, Roger. I appreciate you telling me nothing about SpaceX. Gosh. Okay, well. That was Roger from Australia, and honestly, I don't know who locked who up. He locked me up. Not I was not expecting such a brilliant Australian I'm, I'm accent. I'm locked up, and I wasn't even at the conversation. Yeah, excellent, excellent job, Roger. Okay, guys, <laughs> that's the show. So don't forget, know how to talk about Fortnite. Know how to explain that LeBron James is better than the rest. And know how to talk about your most recent rocket launch experience. And know how to avoid Roger, because that guy is annoying. <laughs> uh, Joe and Jimmy, I was going to ask you guys, can we can we tweet out this week um, and ask the uh, our, our followers um, to send us a couple? Uh, what what burns their biscuits? I'd like to yep. uh, read some of those out on the show. I would love show. that if people want to answer, because yeah. sometimes we'll, they'll click the other slash reply yeah. part on the polls, but they won't reply. Yeah. But yeah, no, I would like to do I would, that. I would love to know what burns your biscuits. And, and Joe, I don't think Roger is the weirdest one because your character told me that they would think about me later in the bathtub. I really can't wait, Jimmy. Yeah. So that might be a little bit weirder than Roger. Yeah. Roger seemed like a good guy, I thought. Roger was trying Ro- hard. You were, you were kind of rude. Roger, Roger is the guy in the office that took his family for one week to Australia <laughs> and comes back thinking that he is a native from there sits next and to you is talking for, in the full accent. Sits next to you for 20 minutes and shows you all the photos from it, just scrolling through, right. waiting for him to end, right. showing you all the photos. A couple right. of the drone videos, huh? Yeah. Oh! Hey! Hey. <laughs> Oof. hey. I just got a drone. That's why he said that. And I love my drone. Only so many times you can see a sunset. Am I right, boys? <laughs> Only so many different angles of that one sunset. But it's like you, you see... You see what you would film on the ground, but from the sky. Right. No, I'm just kidding. It's what cool. What a cool idea. It's cool. Um, yeah, follow us on a Twitter, Cup of J and J. And like Luke said, interact with us. Tell us what burns your biscuits. We'd love to read it out on the show. Um, guys, we're somewhere up in the cloud. Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. Uh, we're on Facebook. Not that any of you care about that. Um, <laughs> um, I would say let's call someone. But it's late. It's late. No one, no one's going to pick up. Okay. <laughs> we are going to close the show.
And we're going to close the show one word at a time. A little improv practice. So Jimmy, start us off. It's going to go to Luke, then me. One word at a time. We will close this show. Thank. Who's going next? Luke's supposed to go next. All right. Are we started? Are we I started? didn't realize we are going. No, no. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Thank. Me. Oh, wait. Thank me? So we're trying to close the show one word at a time to make sense. Close out the show. You know, normally. I was I make, trying to like not make sense. Yeah, but we're trying okay. to make sense here. We need to finish this episode or else it's going to go on okay, for a Okay, okay. Restart it. Run it back. Think you for listening to this episode. That's all, folks. Ta ta. That was two See, words. No hyphen. One word. Yeah, but is that even a, that's was, all? Folks was fine. You didn't have to go keep going with ta ta. That's, that's what our improv. That's what our improv class kept doing. You'd finish the sentence and they keep going. So Baluk's not classically trained. So you didn't, didn't click the button. So I figured we were still Jimmy. Going. Click the button. Woo!